Well, if I had a top 10 list of my favorite scripture passages, our second reading today from the letter to the Hebrews would be on that list. The author to the Hebrews says that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tried and tested in all ways. That what he's trying to say is that our God, that Jesus, that God invisible became visible in Jesus, and that as he lived his life on earth for 33 years, that he endured so much, and that because of that, we have a God in the heavens that now is able to relate to us and to understand the human condition. And because we do have a high priest in Jesus Christ that we can look to, who can sympathize with our weaknesses, I believe that then Jesus can help to inform how we live our lives. As we come to know him through the Gospels, as we, as we hear these stories Sunday after Sunday of all the things that he did, as we read them in our own homes and the scriptures that we have, well, as we come to know Jesus in that way, well, then they begin to inform all the different things of our life. For example, as we know the Jesus story and all that happened to him, that when in our own lives we might be betrayed by a friend or by a family member, well, we can look to Jesus who gives us the example of what to do in moments of betrayal because in the Garden of Gethsemane, Judas came and betrayed him by the sign of a kiss. And so Jesus knows what it's like to be betrayed and we can look to him and draw strength from his own example. When we want to pray, we can look to the example of Jesus who in the Gospels often would go away to quiet places and he would pray to his Father in heaven. But then when he taught the disciples how to pray, he taught them to pray, Thy will be done. And when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night before he died, Jesus prayed, Father, let this cup pass, but not my will, your will be done. And so in our own lives, when we're praying for whatever it is, we pray for God's will to be done as we look to the example of Jesus who prayed in that way. When we mourn the death of a loved one or a friend or whoever it might be, we can look to Jesus, who in the Gospels, when he learned of the death of his friend Lazarus, wept over his death. And so Jesus gives us an example of how we can mourn. At times when we might wish to judge people, we can look to Jesus, who gives us the example of not judging Just uh, a week ago, I was on a plane crossing the Atlantic, and they were serving our meal, and there was a passenger across from me who was a very belligerent person, argued with the flight attendant about everything, ordered a vegetarian meal, and so he was dissatisfied with it and wanted a different meal. He demanded it. And all the while, as I observed his interactions between this flight attendant, I couldn't help but judge him for many different things. But I could look to Jesus, who in the Gospels, when this woman was caught in adultery and the people wanted to stone her, Jesus came and said, let them who are without sin cast the first stone. Jesus also said that don't judge, lest you yourselves be judged. And so we can look to him to challenge us in those moments when we might wish to judge others.
When we find it difficult to forgive someone who has offended us, we can look to Jesus, who from the cross says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When someone in our community is mourning because they lost someone they loved, Jesus gives us the example of how to console others. Because as he was walking in this village of Nain and the gospel, he saw a funeral procession and a widow there and her son who was being carried in procession. And he went and consoled this woman, but he did something even greater, raising that son to a new life, giving him a new life in the Lord. And so we can look to Jesus to ask him how we might comfort others. Or if we feel compelled that something in our life, something about our relationship with God, that if we feel compelled to share our faith with a family member or a friend or a co-worker or a schoolmate, well, we can look to Jesus who gave that command to his disciples. He sent 72 of them out and he told them to proclaim that the kingdom of God was at hand. And so looking to Jesus who encourages us to share these things, we can find our strength to do so. When we come to know the life of Jesus as we read it in the Gospels, we'll find a model that we can imitate because we have a high priest, a savior and a brother who came to this earth and lived our life and who can sympathize with all of our human experiences. He became like us in all things but sin. This week and every day, we look to Jesus in all that we do, allowing him to show us what it is that he's leading us to do so that he might show us the way, that he might give us the truth and the fullness of life.